We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just a little more time is all we're asking for Cause just a little more time could open closing doors Just a little uncertainty can bring it down Good song too. Welcome back. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Two hours down, two hours to go. Thank you so much for spending some time with me this Wednesday afternoon. I was going to say something clever, and then it just escaped my mind. I do have to say something, and this this has this. I don't know why I'm addressing this on the air. Why are the hall lights always out? Uh, I I usually turn them on when I walk in here in the morning. It's just like it, it's we need some light. Let's go. The hall the hall lights are out. Like I, I what's the point of that? No wonder everyone's falling half asleep here. I thought it was I thought it was me hosting. We need some lights on. We need to go. Come on, get the energy going. Anyway. So I, I brought up this survey uh, at the end of the last segment. Uh, one in two Americans have accessed their significant other's phone without permission. Bum, bum, bum. Survey respondents admit to hacking their romantic partner's phone to view text, social, browser, emails, and more. And of the 83% who said they were looking for evidence, 55% say they confirmed their partner was cheating. 77% said they were seeking of evidence of lying. And two in three of them confirmed their suspicions. What does this mean? What does this mean if you feel the need to look into your significant other's phone? And is that not an issue you probably should be addressing Face-to-face, like, I I could not imagine wanting to go look into my wife's phone, number one. But number two, like, if it's gotten to that, 
I am sure we've had a conversation. Like, if it's gotten to the point where I do not trust her or she doesn't trust me, say it's the other way around, I feel like we would have that conversation. I, I just, I mean, there's a lot we, you know, I will say this. My wife and I, we aren't scared to say, to, to bring up topics that, <laughs> to one another that might even, might end in somewhat of an argument. Not, not anything big, but, you know, might end in somewhat of an argument. But we're not scared to bring up things to each other. Hey, I think this. Well, uh, I just could never imagine it getting to the point where she would check my phone. Uh, again, I think that would come up in a conversation. But it, it, it does illustrate just how cell phones, how smartphones have really become a part of our life. You know, and someone texted Joe, you you are, you know, you had it the the perfect the perfect way because you didn't have a phone, right? You didn't have social media. Late 90s, early 2000s, you know, a cell phone was this big bulky thing your parents had in the glove box or my parents did at least. You know, I didn't have a cell phone until my senior year of high school. And that was one of those pay-as-you-go phones that made phone calls and if you wanted to spend a dollar a text, text messages. And when it came to social media, we had instant messenger and MySpace. But we didn't have anything that left your house. Right? You couldn't bring your computer with you. And that was kind of nice, kind of refreshing. I mean, really, you know, uh, MP3 players weren't big until later in high school for me. I still had my CD version of the Walkman, which always said no skip, and it skipped. Believe me, it skipped. Skipped a lot. It, it's, it's just, it's amazing in such little time if you look at it. I mean, we're talking, what, 15 years that smartphones, social media have become a part of a majority of people's life. They can't put their phone down. They can't go a minute without checking what's on social media. And yeah, I do consider myself lucky. I think my generation, my age, was the last one to come up with literally no technology interference. Uh, technology interference until, again, later in high school. And I think that's why it's so hard for me to imagine a kid in elementary school with an iPhone or a kid in middle school with a Facebook page. Like to me, that that is just so beyond any kind of thought. Again, until that, until the New York Post had that story on Monday, I guess I just never thought of it because when I think of, ah, you know, these kids in elementary school these days, I just think of back to myself in elementary school. And what was fun about elementary school is we had the old Apple computers and we could play the Oregon Trail if we were one of the first three to put our, our clothespin in the computer center. That was elementary school for me, and I just assume that's still elementary school now. Again, that report comes out and I realize, oh, wait a minute. Everything advances with time, Joe, not just you. A texter said, Joe, remember, call me after nine. Josh, you're too young for that. But it used to be that you had unlimited minutes after 9. Like between 9P and 7A, you could make unlimited calls, and they wouldn't count. Before 9 p.m., you were paying like 10 cents a minute. It was just draining your, your minutes. You'd had so many minutes 
oh, you don't want to use these minutes. Wait till after 9, and then 9 o'clock, you go whoever you want. It wouldn't, it wouldn't dock your minutes. What's the marketing strategy behind that? That's really interesting. I never knew that was a thing. Oh, yeah, it was huge. That was, I remember the first, I don't know who the first carrier was, so it wasn't a great commercial, but I remember the first to drop that after 9 did a did a whole you know ad series about call whenever don't wait till nine yeah that that was the big thing early cell phones we're talking like flip phones I believe even when the razor first came out that was still a big thing with most providers that's interesting yeah I never knew that was a thing I I just wonder like like I said like what's the marketing idea behind that because does it is that more of a draw but at the same time that might not make the carrier as much money you know it's I think it also had something to do with you had less uh, you had less towers, less of the infrastructure for cell phones at the time. Someone said the AT&T with the rollover minutes. You know, you'd have so many minutes. I believe it was a month. And if you didn't use them, they'd roll over to the next month. That was a big yeah. See, advertising I, I campaign. remember seeing commercials for that. Yes, that I remember. But yeah. I don't remember the the oh, call yeah. me after nine thing. Oh yeah, stick to your minutes. It was just like I mean now everyone has unlimited data, right? No one's paying for data anymore. It's all unlimited data. I remember when you were first getting into being able to stream things, and you had all these apps, but like, wait a minute, I went to the gym and listened to music for an hour, and I've gone through a lot of my data. I mean, that was the data version of Minutes. It just was 10 years later. I still remember looking at like the data graph that you had in your phone. Yes. And and I'd, I'd be, it'd be like towards the end of the month, and I'd have like a game I'd need to update on my phone, and I'd be like, oh... I don't know if I can update it. I got to wait a couple days. And then, like, the new month would start, and I'd just like update all my games, and then all my data would be gone for that month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just it, the, the evolution of, of smartphones, smart devices, again, to now you've got people that are trying to hack in their, into their significant others to find information. I, I mean, 15 years ago, cell phones were not this big part of, of our life. You know, what I mean, it's just to me, I guess that's where the interesting thing is. 15 years later, it is everything. Everything is on your phone. Your bank statements, your credit card information, right? Your social media, which you didn't have 15 years ago. Text messages, your phone book. If, if your number's not in my phone, I don't know your phone number. That is 100% true. 15 years ago, that was not the case. 15, 16 years ago, we remembered people's phone numbers. We knew people's phone numbers because we had to dial them in. And um, it, it's just interesting how it's, how it's gone and where it continues to go. And, hey, I have no problem. Believe me, I'm sure my kid will have a tablet, right, to, uh, to play games on, obviously, uh, when we're home. But you, know, you go out to dinner now. Have you, have you seen this? You go out to dinner, and there's a kid, you know, a family around the table. They're talking. And the kid is, has the headphones on and staring at the, at the tablet. And I saw this. It was like a 12-year-old kid staring at the tablet, watching, I don't know, probably something I would watch. It looked like a sporting event. And not socializing with the others at the table. And, and I see that more and more often, it seems. You know, when I was a kid, like the, that was the big thing. Oh, I get to go out with my parents and their friends. We're, we're going out for a dinner. And, you know, I don't know if you can pick up on this from me being able to, uh, to host, but I like to talk. I like to carry the conversation. I just, I, 
again, I, I I know I know there are times where that's fine, and a tablet I think will be will be great. You can put some good programs on there. Again, I, I would keep the the apps away, and it wouldn't be something that you take to school with you. But I can see the positives of a tablet. But I don't know if at a young age you want to train someone to just be dependent on their phone when they go out. I know how I've fallen into that. I grew up without a cell phone, and there are times where I just have this urge to pick up my phone when I'm, at, when I'm out at dinner, and I hate that. That's one thing I hate about myself is that I do that. But do we really want to have kids you know, used to that impulse at a young age? Like, hey, I'm out. Oh, awkward silence. Usually with an awkward silence, you know, back in the day, in awkward silence, you'd bring something up, right? You'd bring up another topic. Or you'd go something else, maybe you tell a joke. Now, if there's a lull in the conversation, it's going to take someone to pick that conversation back up because, oh, everyone's on their phone. Everyone's looking down at their phone and talking to somebody else. I, 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 I don't know. We're so dependent on our phones now that if you have trust issues in your relationship, you're going to go find your significant other's phone. <laughs> And break into it. 803-0930, star 930. We're in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEM. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of positives that came out of phones. I I don't want to sound like I'm just here trashing phones. But I I do think there was something special about the way my generation was introduced to phones. Because it wasn't there in elementary school in middle school, and for most of high school, it wasn't there. And we didn't really have smartphones until I was in college, right? And most people didn't get a smartphone until I was out of college. You know what I mean? It, it, it was kind of the, and maybe I'm just saying this, maybe I, I am becoming old because I'm saying the way I did it is the right way. And, and uh, okay, well, you, you caught me. But, you know, gradually being introduced to the smartphone and, all the technology we have instead of just having it being thrown at you at a young age. Like, yeah, there's a lot of positives. You know, I'm one of the most forgetful people in the world. My wife will say, hey, can you go pick up this at the store? And I'll be at the store and not have my wallet. Now, if this was 10 years ago, I would have to go back and get my wallet. Now I have Apple Pay and it kind of bails me out. I get to, you know, use my Apple Pay and go home. That's That's a huge positive. Anytime I used to get pulled over, I never had my insurance card. Now it's on my phone. These are positives. But I, I think you also have negatives. And again, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stress there's a lot of positives to the phone. I, I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm dissing phones and you know phones are awful. I just think there are some things that it's amazing how in 15 years it went from everyone has at least something to make a phone call to everyone has a personal computer in their pocket. 803 star 930. Bud is in Hamburg. Hey, Bud. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well, Bud. What do you got for us? Uh, I just wanted to say real quickly, I don't know if you remember or not, um, but early on uh, with the cell phones, you would go to a Bills game, and you had mentioned about how the infrastructure was uh, 20, 25 years ago. Um, you would go to a Bills game, and you'd have so many people trying to use their phone if there was a particular play or a touchdown score they're trying to call their friends whatever that the uh the cell service would be overwhelmed and you you couldn't you couldn't get a line because so many people at the game were trying to use their phone at one particular moment oh yeah and not not only could you not get a a call out if you were lucky enough to get a call out bud it would get it would get dropped almost immediately because of all the calls attempting to be made 
It was it was unbelievable. That's that's how far the infrastructures come. Where I there's there's very few very few spots that I've been to that now you you don't have service, um, which which I think is a good thing, obviously. But um, um, yeah, years ago I've I've had a phone since uh, a cell phone since '91, and uh, it's it's really really come a long long way. It's amazing. It used to be, Bud, just a thing to make a phone call, and now you can do almost anything on it. Absolutely. Yeah, well, like they say, the, the phone in your pocket now, is it, it has more uh, capability, memory and, and operational-wise, than the uh, control room for the Apollo 11 spacecraft. Uh, back in 1969. That is that is absolutely amazing, but I appreciate the call. Opens the line for you, 803-0930, star 930. It's amazing how it's how far it's come along. And no and I think we all should take advantage of it. Obviously, I work for a radio station. I'm I'm hoping that you're taking advantage of the Odyssey app and listening to us when you're not near a radio, right? I of course. Of course I I want to talk about the positives of the phone. Um but I also think there are better ways to introduce that technology. And it is amazing where the infrastructure is gone, you know, for cell phones. And, you know, Bud brings up the, the Bill Stadium in the 90s with cell phones. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where you were still getting calls dropped in the stadium. Luckily, they've added some Wi-Fi um, to the stadium as well. But, you know, that has been an issue for a while. Um, I'm sure it was a lot worse in the 90s, but that was an issue 10, 15 years ago out at the stadium, uh, even when we had our nice flip phones. 803-0930, star 930. So I want to I bring up that. I, I would like to know, and I know this would take admitting it, so you might have to use a fake name, but is there anyone out there that's broken into their significant other's phone, like the study that we just uh, talked? Because, again, not trying to, not trying to be uh, all ego here, but we are one of the most listened to radio stations in western New York. And if one in two Americans... 50% of Americans are breaking into their significant other's phone. I, I have to say there's someone listening who has broken into their significant other's phone. Use a fake name. Use a fake voice. Give us a call. 803-0930. Star 930. Would love to know uh, what brought you to that. And this, this whole uh, discussion of when do, when do kids get phones? When should kids be on social media? What do you think about that? I, am I just sounding old, out of touch? Because I think it should be the way... It was when I was growing up. Like, okay, the technology's here, right? But I think you should, I think it should react the way it was when I was a child. All right, you, you want a phone before you're 18? Here, here's a brick phone. You want to take a picture? Here, here's a, here's a disposable camera. Maybe we'll splurge and get a nice digital camera, okay? But like, go enjoy life. Don't live your life on your phone. I, I just, I, I think we're going to, I think we're going to let a lot of today's youth down if we let them just spend their life in front of a computer screen, in front of a phone screen, instead of out in the world living life, enjoying your youth. Like Luke Bryan says in that song, 803-0930, star 930, it's Beamer in for Bowerly. We are back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. about your work, how your boss is a jerk. We talk about your church and your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother, about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover. We talk about your friends and the places that you've been. We talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin, the polish on your toes and the run in your holes, and God knows we're going to talk about your clothes. You know talking about you makes me smile. But every once in a while... I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. Hey, welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930. WBEN. How are you doing today? Happy hump day. 803 0930, star 930, talking social media, talking cell phones, talking why are 50% of Americans breaking into their significant other's smartphone? And we'll start in East Aurora with Amanda. Amanda, thanks for holding on during the break. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me. What, uh, what do you think of this study? Yeah, so I think that. Uh, this happening is definitely on the rise just because we live most of our life on our devices. So I think we see more of that. But for me personally, I I would say that if you feel like you need to check your significant other's phone, there's definitely something wrong. Um, I was in that situation and I felt like I always had that urge, like, what is he doing? Who is he talking to? And every time I would check his phone, it would just... Um, reinforce the idea that I needed to because I would always find something um, that was upsetting. So now I'm not in that relationship anymore, thank God, but now I'm in a super happy relationship and I never once have had that feeling of I want to check his phone or I need to check his phone. So I would say it's definitely who you're with and if that relationship is right or wrong. Yeah, it does seem like a lack of communication. I have to ask, you said every time you did it, it would reinforce your your suspicion of why you did it. So did, would you ever address the fact that you broke, in, broke into his phone? Yeah, so that's actually how the relationship ultimately ended. He was extremely angry that I was looking through his phone because I did find communications with someone he should not have been talking about. Um, or talking to, especially the way they were talking. So he he just flipped it and made it seem like it was my fault because I was checking his phone, completely omitting the fact that he shouldn't have been talking to this person in the way they were talking. So that, that um, is interesting. Yeah, it's a problem. That is interesting. But you know, I feel like if I was in your position, okay, and I checked someone's phone and it reinforced the reason I was checking their phone, I feel like the next relationship I would have that same. Urge, but I, it's good to hear that you uh, that you don't, because I feel like if I was no. in that situation, I carry those worries over at least for the early part of the next relationship. 
Right. Yeah. I I have never felt that way in this new relationship, and um, it's a very freeing feeling. I never worry about that at all. Well, Amanda, that is great to hear, and we thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Amanda in East Aurora. And I, I'm, I'm glad. I have to start off by saying I'm glad that uh, I have never had that urge with my wife. And But, again, I feel like if I did, you know, it, it would – it would be, a, but again, I, I I can't comment because again I have not been in that situation, and I do think that's a thing of you know communication. If I felt, you know, like if my if my wife was on her phone and I didn't hear the TikTok noises for three hours, I probably would ask, oh, who are you talking to? I've done that jokingly sometimes. Oh, who are you talking to over there? You know what I mean? But also, usually we're sitting right next to each other, so I'll veer veer next to the phone. But I, I do feel like me personally, and you know, all the I mean, the thing about my dating life is I was on the air for some of my dating life in the 20s. So you guys have heard all my my stories. I feel like if I, I was in that situation, that it would that's that that the just suspicious feeling would carry over into the next relationship. But um I'm glad it didn't for Amanda. I'd like to know from you, 8030930 star nine thirty. What do you think 50% of Americans say they're checking their significant others' phones? And, and what do you feel about the um the, I don't want to talk about the rise of the phone, but the, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, is something gets better, the um, evolution of the cell phone, right, from just a phone to where it is now a big piece of our life. I mean, it's a huge part of our life. Think about what we talked about in the first hour, okay? The first hour we talked about the response to the blizzard. And I said, well, you know, I get weather updates sent to my phone. I mean, can you imagine 16, 17 years ago talking about getting weather alerts sent to your phone? I mean, it, it really has become this thing we depend on in such a, a short amount of time. Think about how long the television's been around, right? And yeah, the television's gotten better when it comes to picture quality. The television's gotten better when it comes to you know, smart capabilities, but that didn't happen over 15 years. I mean, for decades, the TV was just, you know, these three local networks with an antenna. Yes, it was black and white, and then it was in color. But, I mean, that technology was pretty much the same for decades before you added in cable and high definition and now streaming capabilities. Now the point where a lot of TVs, you only need to plug it in because everything else is streaming through your smart TV. But that took decades to get the TV we have now from the TV we started with. It seems like with cell phones, we went from the big brick phone that's in people's cars. And yeah, that was around for a few decades. Don't get me wrong. But once it was not the thing, remember the really old smartphone? Josh, I know you don't. You weren't alive for it. But the really old smartphone where it would be in the center console. So, you know, you have your gear shift. And then some people would replace their cup holders with this big, bulky smart uh, uh, cell phone that would just plug in to your car. And that's all it was. It didn't leave your car. It was a corded phone that you would drive around with like the one they used in Liar Liar, okay? That was the, the cell phone for years. But the evolution of the smartphone, the first smartphone came out in 08, okay? 
And what that has done in 15 years, I think, is absolutely amazing. And, and again, how it became, yeah, okay, I've got this phone. i got my cool little razor. I can call and text to, I can call, I can text, I can Snapchat, I can tweet, I can Instagram, I can Facebook, I can make a meme, I can go on TikTok. I, I still have Swarm on my phone, which isn't a big thing anymore. I can go to Nextdoor app. I can go to Tumblr. I can go to Zoom. I can, um, I mean, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm a great example of this. My second job, my part-time job is all off my phone. Again, not a thing 16 years ago. I just think it's amazing how it's developed to the point where, yes, it's this thing for communication, right? My, uh, my parents, when I didn't have a cell phone, my parents would send me on field trips with my father's cell phone. Because when my dad wasn't working, he didn't need a cell phone, right? That was the family cell phone. So, okay, I don't need the phone today. Oh, you're going somewhere? Hey, have this with you. It wasn't the thing. Could you imagine giving your phone away? Could you imagine not having your phone for five or six hours? If I gave my, if my wife said, hey, I need a cell phone today. Mine's not working. And I came into work. I couldn't get into my email. If Josh and I came to work without our cell phones, we couldn't get into our email. That is how important the cell phone has, the smartphones become. To view my work email, I need to be able to press a button on my phone to unlock my email on the computer. That's just amazing to think. Could you imagine explaining that to someone 15 years ago? I could not imagine. 15 years ago, I had my, uh, my at madai.edu email address. I could not imagine if they said, okay, today, students, starting today, to access your email, you'll have to press a button on your phone to unlock the email on your, on your, on your PC. It's just, it, 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 it really has become this thing that you need, that you absolutely need. We had someone on the other end of the building who had a flip phone for the longest time. He had to finally convert to the smartphone so he could unlock his email here at work. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Josh. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. But again, like, I can't imagine that ever being the case with the youth. Like, I can't imagine my kid coming home with the list for school. You know, the, the, the list, uh, folders and college rule paper and pencils. I can't imagine him coming home and it saying, smartphone to unlock email. Again, I know it's a different world than when I was in elementary school, but I can't imagine that being the case. 803-0930, star 930. That is the, uh, <laughs> that's the number to get on. Talking about the evolution of smartphone technology, talking about 50% of Americans admitting to breaking into their significant other's phone. I'm glad Amanda called in, told us her story. Anyone else have a story out there? You can use a fake name if you want to talk about, uh, if you want to talk about your experience and maybe you picked up your significant other's phone and took a look through. 803-0930, star 930. And what do you think, going back to something we talked about on Monday, what do you think of social media and what age should teens start using social media? And again, I don't think this is something that needs to be mandated by the government, but if you're, you know, if your child is growing up right now, say they're 15, 16, are you allowing them to have a Facebook? 
are there perimeters on that Facebook? You know what I mean? Again, I don't want to. Be, I wouldn't be an overly controlling parent. I would want my kid to be able to, you know, enjoy life, be free. Because I didn't have overly controlling parents, I would give them. I would give my child a Nokia phone, so he could call or text where he was. But would my kid at fourteen, at fifteen, need a smartphone? That's a necessity for me at work because I need to be able to get into my email. Is that a necessity for a 14-year-old, for a 15-year-old? I just don't think so. 803-0930, star 930. Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We just got a text into the text uh, the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, I, I'm going to read this. This, uh, this is from a texter. I have no reason to think the texter is not telling the truth. Here is an excuse of digging into your significant other's smartphone. I don't know if you read this already, Josh. It's on the text board. This is the text. I had a little suspicion with an ex and decided to dig deeper. In the end, I found crazy texts talking about meetings in in motel rooms, found out that he was secretly recording me at home, multiple recordings of his conversations on adult party lines, and found out he was selling my for lack of a better word, underwear online. If you suspect something is something, by all means, dig. You will be surprised with what you find. There would be no reason to snoop if there was, wasn't a reason to. Wow. Again, I have no reason to think this person's making this up. And, you know, as we looked onto our, um, our little study here from passwordmanager.com, of people who broke into their significant other's phone confirmed their partner was cheating on them. Two in three of them found evidence that their partner was lying. So a majority of those who looked into their significant other's phone, who had these suspicions, I guess unfortunately for them, confirmed their suspicions. So to the texter's point, there was a reason to snoop, and it was confirmed. But has anyone ever looked onto their significant other's phone and found nothing? There's got to be those stories. Maybe, I don't know, your significant other came home late for, from work. You didn't buy that line. You broke into their phone, and there was nothing. There were just, a, you know, there were texts to their friends about the Sabres game tonight. No weird charges, no weird phone calls, and maybe afterward you felt really bad for doing it. Like, oh, I, I, I guess I overreacted. There's got to be that story out there too, right? It'll three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. It's the number to get on. Let's uh, let's go to Chuck in Lackawanna. Hey, Chuck, thanks for calling in. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, Chuck. What you got for us? Well, it's it's pretty simple, at least in my mind. I come from a family of educators, and for about the last 15 years, if the purpose of school is to go to learn, I don't understand the distraction that phones cause and Internet access cause during the school day. And therefore, it's a distraction to the teachers, the other students, the, the student themselves. And that's pretty much just the way I leave it, is I understand safety. And, you know, we have a, a rough world nowadays. They say we want to be in contact with our kids. But 
years ago, um, we weren't in contact with our kids while they were in the school day. Now they have a distraction. They call friends. They play. They do whatever. And, and that's pretty much purpose of education is to have less distractions and more educational focus. That's the way I leave it. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, I uh, appreciate the call. Chuck in Lackawanna opens the line for you. 803-0930, star 930. And, and that's the thing. We've all been to school. We've all, we all, when we were in school, we were all looking for distractions. I had Mario on my TI-83 calculator, okay? My Spanish teacher took it away from me and said, why do you need this calculator in Spanish class? And she put it in her desk. She erased all the games off it. So we've all looked for distractions. The cell phone's just, it's, it's the distraction now, and it's the easier distraction. You know, I mean, I see adults every day distracted by their smartphone. I've been distracted by my smartphone while on the air. It's just um, a sign a sign of the of the times, I guess. Someone texted this in. Uh, Joe, uh, hi, I have to use a smartphone to log into my work Chromebook and computer. Yeah. I mean, and again, I have to use it to log into my email, uh, which is our email is through Google. There's a little fun fact, Odyssey email through Google. Um, but the texter says there might be a day where the school does that as well. I think I would push back on that. I, I just, yes, most adults are going to have smartphones. I just don't know if there's a time where, where children of a certain age should be required to have a, a smartphone. You know what I mean? I mean, even with all the parental... Guidelines. I just go have fun. Don't give them something to be glued to. You know, we were always talked about how uh, you're going to sit in front of that TV all day and, you know, you're wasting your day in front of the TV. You know, as a kid, the time I spent in front of the TV is when it was raining outside over the summer. You know what I mean? Like, I did a lot of stuff outside. I was outside. I enjoyed the beautiful Buffalo summers. Again, but that's because the TV wasn't going outside with me. I wasn't putting the TV in my pocket. It is a, it's, a different, uh, it's a different monster than we've had before, you know? You could tell your kid, hey, don't bring the Game Boy to church. Cell phone's something different because it does serve a purpose. And you probably brought your cell phone to church. You know what I mean? Like, I remember one time I tried to bring my Game Boy to church. My mom says that stays in the car. The cell phone's a little different. It's just, it's just, it's, it's the distraction, but it's a different monster than anything we've had before. 803-0930, star 930. And again, there's a lot of positives. As I said, I've, I love my smartphone. I am one of the adults that's probably glued to it more than not. I love being able to take pictures and videos at concerts and sporting events. Yes, I love my smartphone. But again, I didn't have a smartphone until I was in my mid-20s. And I don't want to be one of those people. Oh, but because it's the way I did it, but... I do think you should gradually, as a kid, gradually get into a smartphone. It shouldn't be, hey, you're 13, here's a smartphone. Again, talk to me in 13 years. I might change my tune when I have a 13-year-old. This is how I feel right now. More after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.